from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who comes to us and gives us beautiful feet that we might, with those beautiful feet, share the gospel message with others. From him, we receive grace and mercy. The word of God for our meditation is recorded in the epistle lesson which we heard earlier, part of which I will reread. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. This is God's word. Dear children of God, if I were to hand you a piece of paper and ask you to write on that piece of paper one main event that we heard very much about during the month of January, it was on the television and radio messages printed in our newspapers again and again, day after day, what would that main event be that you heard about or read about? Government shutdown, which affected hundreds of thousands of people in our nation. Hopefully, it did not affect any of you or a close relative or a friend. And just imagine what that would have been like if you've been in that position of not receiving a paycheck. Now also imagine that when the government opened up again, you had not heard about that message until one of your friends, one of your colleagues came to you and said, have you heard the news? We're going to get a check again. The government shutdown is open. And you would go and, and hug that person and be so joyful, and you would look at that person and say, oh, how beautiful your feet are. We don't talk that way today, do we? That would be strange for someone to, to use that expression. You'd probably say, oh, what a glorious, what a beautiful message you brought to me. Well, as we look at this word of God for our meditation today, we're going to look at beautiful feet. As we do so, we're going to look at the feet of people who bring a beautiful message. And the message is beautiful because of the content of that message and then also because of the effect of that message. Beautiful feet. Have you ever looked at a person's feet? I know sometimes when you're sitting in church here and you're right on the edge of the pew, on the end, and somebody walks by, you might look down there and say, oh, yeah, nice shoes. Might be heels, might be flats. It might be wingtips. It might be sandals. You look at them and say, oh, wow. Now, Generally speaking, we don't see what's inside of those shoes. And just stop and think, beautiful feet, are they? When I was growing up, our family doctor once made the comment, one of the ugliest parts of the human body is the knee. 
Well, if that's the case, then feet come in a close second. You stop and think about feet. You know, some of them are short and fat. And you look at the short, stubby toes, and they're all squished together, and they have to fit into a shoe that's a quad E. Otherwise, sometimes the shoe, the, the toes are long and skinny and bony. Nothing beautiful about them. And, and sometimes they're crooked and narrow and gnarled, and, and you have hammer toes. I don't know what's so beautiful about them. Beautiful feet. And then stop and consider the person that those feet are at the bottom of and supporting and moving along. Sometimes they aren't so beautiful either. I don't know what kind of feet Pastor Sims has. I, I can imagine that you really haven't seen his feet unless he happens to be wearing sandals or he's going barefoot down at the beach. And I'm sure that none of you have ever seen my feet, and I'd like to think that you never will. But the kind of person that is on top of those feet, God describes, and that's not really a pretty picture. In his word, he tells us the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? That's the kind of person we all are, whether we happen to be pastors or not, or teachers or not. We all are like that way. And God, Jesus, comes to us and says, out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. That's what's in the hearts of us. Evil, wickedness. Have any of you ever committed murder? Ever killed anyone? Our Lord in his word tells us that, tells us that whoever hates his brother is a murderer. What about adultery? Whoever looks at a woman lustfully has committed adultery with her already in his heart. The Apostle Paul had to say, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do not, for the good, for what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil that I do not want to do this I keep on doing. That's the Apostle Paul. Oh, Paul, how beautiful your feet are. Please don't take your shoes off because they don't smell so good either. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Listen carefully. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. That's the message that Paul came to bring. 
The feet aren't necessarily beautiful unless you consider the message that they bring. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. And then the Apostle Paul, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, also went on, on to say, of whom I am the worst. Paul persecuted Christians. He had some of them executed because of what they believed. He had others of them thrown into prison because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And later on, after Paul learned who Jesus Christ was, then Paul could say, yes, Christ came into the world to save sinners. I want you to know, Paul would say, that your sins are forgiven. We again look at this word of God for our meditation. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord over all and riches and richly blesses all who call on him. Basically, what he was saying is that he richly blesses all who believe in him. Whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. Calling on the Lord is another way of saying believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And oh, how he richly blesses us. These words, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, are a quotation out of the book of Isaiah. In the context in which they are found, Isaiah says, the Lord reigns. There is nothing that he is not in control of. He reigns over all things. Now, can you imagine how the disciples felt hearing the Lord reigns as they looked at Jesus Christ hanging on the cross. They see him bowing his head and giving up his spirit. His life was gone. And then when the soldiers came and broke the legs of the criminals on both sides of Jesus, but then when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead and ran a spear up into his side and out came water and blood. And then thinking, Isaiah said, the Lord reigns. Oh, man. But then apply that same thought to three days later. Jesus rose from the dead. The Lord reigns. Nobody had ever seen anything like that. Somebody bringing himself back to life. The Lord reigns. Christ conquered the terror of death and hell. He overcame the tyr 